A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. And I'm the little fruit salad of this podcast. Oh, that's very a little cute. fruit, a little fruit a little scoot. Fruit salad. What's in it? Oh, I don't know. Everything. I'm a, I'm addicted to fruit salad right now. I feel like I could eat one that's just all honeydew, even, you know, one of those like bad ones. Yes. Um, I don't know why. Every spring, I think I get this like, I love fruit. It's very animal. Like, it's like the fruits have ripened. They are ready to be devoured. We need sugar. I feel like it is the sugars having a moment. This is sugar's time now. Sugar is, I feel like at night, I'm like, ooh, yogurt bowl with blueberries. Like, I'm just really, I'm I'm feeling you on this quest for, quest for the fruit. It it goes to our topic a little bit too, because I think, you know, it they kind of all taste the same, but like you can kind of taste each individual fruit. Like when you get a fruit salad, it's kind of just like there's not ever one where you're like that one was the you know they all kind of taste the same. But then 
somehow mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. That was just, that was making me think of, um, I think you're right about it being like seasonal. I mean, obviously literal, but um, I was lucky enough to take a dip outside yesterday in a pool Ooh. at an Airbnb. Oh. And I was just like sitting and there was a butterfly like flying around the flowers. And I was like, oh, this is so beautiful. And then I like looked to kind of like another area of the backyard where there was just like uh, vines and stuff. And there was like, bees and those ones with like the long I don't know if they're wasps or if they're like a kind of one with like the long legs I'm fine Mm -hmm. oh wasps for sure yeah they're yeah yeah and I was like oh like everything's out because everything has been like frozen away and everyone Mm -hmm. wants the like we're all fighting for the same flower and sweetness and stuff right now and that kind of like thinking about Aries uh like that aggressiveness and like everybody out for themselves thinking of that being that like emerging from spring versus Taurus when it's, when it's like, why would you ever We've been in more? spring? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> why would you ever take more flowers than look beautiful in this vase? Because there's like, just like a, such an abundance of flowers. Why would you ever have more than whatever versus that? Like, Oh, the first time fruit is available. You're like, all I want is fucking fruit salad. Like, <laughs> That's all I want. We've only been able to eat like fucking root vegetables and warm mush. And finally you can have a variation of textures that are sweet and cold. And like, yes, that's exactly how I feel. That's so funny. Yeah. Aggressively searching, hunting for the fruit. This also just reminds me, this is someone else's gossip, but whatever. This is, it's a podcast. My friend was telling me that they have a hippie friend who only feeds their baby fruit. Like what? And they're considering and they're considering calling like a professor. Like, I don't think they should. How old is their baby? I think it's like a baby. I think it's like under one years old. I mean, I don't know. Because you know, LA girl gossip. I was just like musing. I was like, you know, someone that only feeds a a baby fruit. Okay. Is this one of those scenarios? Like, I just heard a, a comedian on stage saying that every uh every like cucumbers fruit like everything is all vegetables or fruit is this one of those things where they're like I asked if it ate vegetables no oh my gosh fruit and I was just like that's back to sugar that's there's no pro there I mean maybe I agree maybe a fruit has like a ounce of protein somewhere I'm sure maybe bananas packing something we don't see not for reals though (laughs) not in the way that beans or yeah like of course, you know, vegans raw, you know, I you've been around some time now, but for for a baby, it's like the same energy of like you have a cat. Cats historically only eat meat, but you're like they're vegan. It's like they can't they can't be. That's not they're not allowed to be <laughs> like that's not their they hate you. That concern with being natural and then doing the most unnatural thing. <laughs> but yeah. I, I think with the fruitarian person. I feel like you guys have to let us know if this is a thing that's good for babies or something. There has to be. Well, a, yeah, that's because like, it sounds like I don't know anything about parenting, but it sounds like that is not what you'd want to do. And it sounds like it, your baby would be like jacked up on sugar. It feels like it could go either way for me, where it's like there might be there might be a way that this could 
makes some kind of sense nutritionally. It also just makes me think of like, again, eating disorder, trigger warning, where I'm like, I ate only fruit for a period of time and I was fine. (laughs) It's like, yeah, yeah, you got a problem. That's not okay. So I'm like, no, actually, if I've done it, if I've eaten that, it probably means it's not a good idea. Yeah, if your baby's on like the potato cabbage <laughs> diet, <laughs> then you might have a dysmorphic uh, baby. Like, just leave, uh, again, if you're a pediatric person or a child protective services, I don't know them. I don't have the name. This is just, this was just light dinner gossip with I a bunch it. of Aries where I was yes. like, feed me. Also, gossip report. Because it did happen. I tweet about it. If anyone has the footage of me falling down at Charlie XCX at the Greek theater, um, please fork <laughs> it over. Send it. If someone finds a TikTok of it, I searched. I was like, maybe someone has this here. I ate shit. Yes, it was Aries season. Yes, the album Charlie's Story on is Crash. Yes, it was all <laughs> on the nose. So yes, I had a good time still. Uh, my shins still really hurt, but um, just want to throw that out there to the, to the, to the girlies. <laughs> if anyone has the footage, please leak it. Cause <laughs> it sounds like a epic. great time. I felt good. I will say like, I know how to fall. I've fallen a bit and I must've been a skateboarder in a previous life. Cause I just never hit the head. Always kind of like, I'm, I know I'm like, I'm falling. Like, and I saw where I was going and I had that view, that point of view of laying on the ground with like people encircling you from above is just one I'll never forget. But uh, no, it was a very it was a very good time. It was fun to just like kind of like be be physically moved in a very airy season fashion to dance and feel and just scream, sing like it was just like it was a good time. But yeah, I'm sorry to my friends for scaring you. Um I'm okay, <laughs> but please drop the footage if you are. Do, do, if you're do, if you're an angel, aka Charlie fan. Do you know? I want to know what the chart is. I want to know where. Oh fuck! You know what I mean? Like I want to know what's what's uh what what, what was happening? Like what was the that? song too? Great qu- great question. I was asked that. Honey, I can't tell. I cannot. I can't tell you that. Okay, I fell see, down. <laughs> I feel like this has got to be in the chart of it. Too. All right, I'll I will pull up. Um, but feel free to talk amongst yourself. When just, was it Sunday? Yeah. Okay. I, have you ever fallen at a concert? I can't. I remember a friend falling. I'm trying to think if I ever have. I don't think I, I have. I okay. I've fainted at a concert, well, as you yeah, all know. Definitely. Obviously, <laughs> I have been pushed. I the closest thing I can think of is like actually the reverse, but feels the same. Um. I'm sure I have fallen. I that's what I'm, I'm thinking. A, like, I'm how could strict, I not have? But I'm like a strict no in the pit like person. So I maybe have not. But what happened was I was at a small show and um, the audience was like moving forward and I was at the front and I was like, see, this is why I don't do this because like you can feel like they want to like crowd surf or do something like that I just got pushed up onto the stage I like climbed out and then all of a sudden was like oh fuck you can't just 
I was like, oh no, like I didn't want to do the thing that you're like not allowed to do crowd surf or like is dangerous. And then I did a thing that you're for sure not allowed to do, which is just jump on stage. <laughs> and thankfully I was like, so ready. I was like, I'm for sure about to get kicked out. Um, thank And I just kind of like stood there, like uh, trying to convey that I did not mean to do it. And I like was safe and wasn't going to like do anything fucked up. If someone could just like, tell me where to get, like, I want to get the fuck off as soon as possible. Just tell me where to go. And a very nice stage hand kind of like, uh, gesture oh, toward good. me in the way that like ma, uh, the dance teacher does for the little girls, like doing the choreography on the side <laughs> that like, it was that where I was like, Oh, I just need to be like really humiliated in front of people. And that's fine. That's um, sweet. Not- that's sweet ushering of like, come on, yeah. now, sweetie. This and way. then they they thankfully did not kick me out, but I did have then one of the gnarliest bruises I've ever had Oof. in my life. Oh, uh, I do have the chart. Yes, I've been I've I've fallen down a lot at concerts. Now I'm just having flashbacks. I'm like, MIA. I'm like a little. I'm a little mosher. I am. I will get in the pit and try to love someone. Ba with the ba, the bang the bang. <laughs> Diddy diddy. I also have only crowd surfed one time. It was at Blink-182 and I did it so bad. If anyone has ever seen the video of Katy Perry failing to crowd surf, that's what I did. Have you guys seen that video? I think I have. From like long ago. I mean, she's just like, you have to kind of have core, right? And like ride it. And she's just butt up, shoes off, like just like like flailing around. You know, we love to talk about Katy Perry, the triple scorpion. Queen's dress, but that was me at a blink winning too. But I didn't I don't do it often, but what I do I've done I go it. big. I've You've gone sir, but Whoa. hell yeah. Yeah, but I was like it was one of those where I went to a concert that I probably shouldn't have been able, my parents shouldn't have let me go to kind of thing. Yeah. Like I was a little too young to be there. So definitely um very easy to lift and everything. You know what yeah. I mean? People were like down to throw me around. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to guess I'll do a little screen share and who knows this will this will make it to the video spectrum. But I I mean, this if this isn't a falling down. Oh, my gosh. Chart. I, I don't mean, really know what is. Wow. I mean, that big T square to the, the IC. IC. Yeah. We got yeah. the south node in the Mars first house. conjunct Saturn in the IC. Yeah, that's it. Right there. And also this, I also that's feel crazy. like this this Uranus right on the descendant to. Oh, oh yeah, the out of junk the moon is also very like equilibrium to me too. Thinking of like your uh, like the moon and water kind of evening out. Look at all these little clusters too, because obviously in theme of today's episode, we got that yes. Jupiter Neptune, then the cluster of Aries with Chiron, Sun, Mercury. The cl- I mean, it's just so it's kind of like a neat, both like literally and like metaphorically, it's a neat little chart but there's a lot of squares also <laughs> mm-hmm. just happening. looking at it like that it's pointing downward like just yeah just straight up even if you weren't an astrologer and you were looking at it you'd be like oh yeah falling down <laughs> like it, it looks like looks my like two it. knees hitting the fucking yeah. floor <laughs> it looks like flipped out it looks like me in mesh and glitter just eating shit um love it. so that's that's my life. That's been my area season. Crashing. Look, I'd rather feel something than nothing at all. So let, Hell yeah. let a girl crash. Well, that's very this uh, transit. I feel like today we're talking, of course, about the Jupiter Neptune conjunction 
happening April 12th uh, in the sign of Pisces uh, to 23 degrees and 59 minutes to be exact. Um, it will be exact for us here in Los Angeles at 7.42 a.m., I believe. Um, you're, you're correct. I am correct. I was like, wow, I can't believe I kept all those stats in my head on a cold. <laughs> on a cold Wait, that was on from memory? I thought you were. Yeah. No, wow, I just, I just got it up to one. confirm. Um, I... Yeah, I mean, we've been this is one that we talked about for sure in the year ahead as a a big one, big transit to watch. Um, I watched something today. It is only technically exact once this year, unlike other big transits that we've talked about in previous episodes in previous years, like the uh, Saturn Uranus, uh, all of all of that Um now I'm blanking on what it was Saturn Uranus, right? Saturn Uranus. Yeah, we also had the um, um the COVID one, the Jupiter yes, with I don't Jupiter remember. Saturn conjunction. Yeah, we've uh, had a few. Yeah, Uranus Mars. We've had several like signature uh you know transits. Oh yeah, it was Uranus Saturn Saturn Uranus square was our big like 2021 repeating transits yes, that we thing. saw that we're still in technically kind of, but we're it's it's it isn't. Um, certainly is prominent. This one this year is only exact on the 12th. However, I watched a webinar that Stephen Forrest put out and he brought up that um, the love of my the love of my life, by the way, I'm obsessed. Him. I'm obsessed um, with him. Daddy Capricorn. Sorry yes. to interrupt. I did throw up. Fangirl. Hey, please. Um, Jupiter will station at 28 degrees of Pisces on November 23rd, and it will be in within a six degree orb of Neptune, which is like as close as it gets. So he kind of said that as like almost a second like hit, which to me makes sense in terms of the planets that we're talking about, which are Jupiter and Neptune, which to me feels almost like water ripple out where it's like, this is something that like is gonna, the exact, uh, like effects of it, I don't think are going to be as we're not, we might not know what the effects are on the 12th. So having this kind of second one might give us a better idea. Or if there is say a, you know, massive world event that happens on this date, thinking about November 23rd, certainly, un unfortunately, thinking about this from like a United States centric perspective, that's going to be around the Thanksgiving holiday when people are going to have to be making choices about family and what kind of conversations we have when we are with people that we might disagree with and all of that and thinking of like, oh, that's a time when when this sort of event, whether it be an actual event or a feeling about our own kind of like spirituality, um, our own ways of being and living that might change as, as that, you know, thinking about if you are a person who decides to become sober, if you are a person who uh, adopts a new kind of like, I don't know, health sort of thing that you're having like a, philo to a philosophy yeah. perhaps yeah. What, whatever it is I do think thinking of that November 23rd as a kind of like check-in like again not a not a full-on exact transit but thinking of it I think he even used the word of like pulse of this being a thing that's going to kind of like I think live with us for a while and so it's going to get further out further out but it will always be kind of attached to that 
initial like buzz. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. I I think that I mean the the energy to me it feels like overwhelming, but probably in a good way. You know what I mean? I think we talked about this with Jupiter before too, where you like don't realize how lucky you are, or you don't realize you know certain things are luck or that they've helped you grow in whatever way. Um, I do think, you know, uh, kind of more crises of the spirit, like metaphorical, super, like, I don't know, metaphysical, I should say not metaphorical, but like, uh, spiritual or anything, those big kind of epiphanies or decisions, uh, I think could definitely come to the forefront at this time. I also just think of it. It's like, like a big wave. I mean, I watch those TikToks. And like, I can get a knot in my stomach right now, just thinking about like a huge wave. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think we do that emotionally a lot. I think we do it with, you know, you, you let that one big idea kind of loom or overwhelm you. And it's like, you know, some project you want to start or something. It's like, you'll never start it. If you, if you stay on the shore and like, just look at how big the waves are, you know, you kind of have to get in and go for it or, or turn, you know, turn back and decide to call it a day at the beach, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is from these stats are from uh, the Yahoo finance article written by Lisa Stardust, but you know, it's only every 13 years. The last time we had Pisces here was 1856. And the next time again, won't be in till, I don't even know how to say this year, 2188, what, whatever the hell a planet, a planet will be then. And uh, I think it is cool to take a, a moment for these two very mystical, mythical, kind of just romantic sort of planets that really want to feel it. And I think sometimes it can be very overwhelming. I, you know, you know, I'm a cancer rising. I love to cry, but the pandemic, I like couldn't cry. I've been like the least crying I've ever been in my entire life. And this week, Honey, it's been on. I'm like, weep. I'm just like, weeping has resumed. And I'm like, thank, I'm like, very thankful because, like, I've really needed that release because it's like, to me, crying feels good. Uh, I don't fear it. I want it. I'm like, come on, like, let me, like, have this pimple pop, right? Like, let me just let mm-hmm. it out. So I've, and I've talked to my therapist. I'm like, I don't cry anymore. And it fucking sucks. And I was like, gay, 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 I'm back. I like, she's here to cry. So, um, not to say that's going to be everyone's experience, but it is water and it's big water and it's deep waters and it's who knows what will come up sort of waters. Neptune can be that unknown and Jupiter is a lot of it <laughs> usually mm-hmm. in very kind of one to one translation. So I think some things might come up that you don't even know bothered you or that was related to it or that you didn't know that has an effect on you or takes this toll or like, I don't know. I think it's things that it's like, oh, I don't I don't like them or this or that, or I do love like how I feel when I'm here. I feel recharged from this. So I think it can be like a really nice, especially with Jupiter wanting to think about stuff like a big, it's what, what Kardashian was like, it's a big year of like learning things or experiencing <laughs> things. You know, it's, it's very that, oh my God, isn't the car. I've never watched keeping up with the Kardashians. Oh. I think I'm going to watch the Hulu spinoff. This is not an advertisement. So this is how the transits affect me. (laughs) I bought some clothes and I was like, I love this. I don't know what it is, 
my friend was with me and she, I tried on some jeans and stuff too. And I was like, these are really nice. Uh-oh. And bought one thing, came home. It was a Kardashian brand. <laughs> it was. And I was like, oh, I hate that. I love this. It's, th- it's not the first time it's happened to me either. I'm glad it's at least good. Because yeah. to me, to me, it's always like, but is it like the packaging or what? You know what I mean? Like it but might not, not be it's not always an endorse, that. not an endorsement on the family. Like, yeah, um, like I, again, I've never kept up, but you know, I did, I've now run into Travis Barker twice out in the wild. And I don't know. I feel like I owe it to him to see what's happening with him and Courtney well, on this spinoff. That's it. That's really I it. think, I think that there comes a time when someone is so also like, ubiquitous in the culture and so um i mean in interwoven into everything that it almost becomes a point where it's like if you are to engage with culture period you are going to have to engage with these figures in some way so figure out the way that you can enjoy engaging or or go like oh i need to like remove myself totally but if you're a person who likes I don't know, likes that kind of stuff. There, there probably is something for you and, and that, well, do you know what I mean? Like, I think that's very, the transit too. Like it's, it's a, I don't know. It is like, to me, you look at the clothes and you make a decision on if you like them or not, hopefully without being like, oh, is it this ubiquitous celebrity families? Yeah. Like clothing line every time you look at clothes. Yeah, but it is it is interesting when it aligns and you're like, oh, well, I guess I love the Kardashian. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, and I, think, I have yeah. watched and I do. You know what I mean? So it is like, oh, well, I guess I just love them. I don't know. Or you just know <laughs> I love this aspect of them where they say what you will about anything else. They can pick nice fabrics. They can pick it this works sort for of me. Thing. I don't know it why. Works. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm like it's they pick a thing that works for me. We align on these things. We do not align on these things. I do not have to writ large say the Kardashians are a great, completely unproblematic cause no issues or harm because <laughs> they do this. It's it's, you know, embracing both the the parts that we are allowed to take joy in and that we are entitled to feel like that are our human desires and um like think, I don't know where it's like to like your clothes to feel good in what you're wearing to be excited about something to feel like a product meets your expectations are things that I think are like what what are we gonna be like oh you have to like hate everything because someone mm-hmm. happens to also someone that you disagree with makes something there do you know what I mean no, like, we're out of we're I'm sorry, we're out of Aquarius season. Been for a while now. I know we still have some plants lurking <laughs> in there. And I think I, I keep like I feel like this is the year of the theater kid. I feel like this is the year of just liking what you like. And I don't know, like the this not having to be so declarative, like you said. Like, does having one piece of Kardashian items mean you're a stan no it's, you yeah. like that one sec- i love any meme i see of chris jenner holding a gun i don't know what it's from i don't know what she was doing at that point in time i see it it brings a smile to my face so i i'm curious to see them on a streamer and not in like with network notes and who knows i might fucking watch one episode and be like this is boring as hell what have people been up to but this kind of just letting yourself enjoy the things you like I think is both very Aries and Pisces in that who cares it's so like I think of those signs as very who cares sort of signs where I think a lot of the signs around them 
care, <laughs> care a lot or think about things a lot. And, uh, yeah, I think this is like a good experimental time too. Of course, with like Jupiter and Neptune, you can really, I think, I'm sure you're going to see posts and people be like, wow, you could like levitate today or like you could tap into an, a portal and like, maybe you can. Um, but I, I think it is that good reminder if you've maybe wanted something to connect to or relate to, or, you know, maybe have as like a mantra or idea or vision. Um, of course that's supported. I mean, this is like very, like, I don't know, just a very special spiritual day. So you could kind of do whatever the fuck you want with it, or you just might, you know, watch TV that feels comforting and it's another Monday or Tuesday, whatever day it is, Monday night, early Tuesday morning. To me, the feeling of this is like, yeah, you could levitate, but you won't have any idea how you did it. And it's like that thing. It's the beginning of the superpower montage when you realize you have superpowers, but you don't know what they're for or how to do anything with them or how to like control them or anything. So it's now starts this journey of you going like, whoa, I just levitated. Was it because I did this? Was it because I did that? And then you try a bunch of things to kind of like levitate, which is that not our like spiritual journey? Is that not anything where there's this moment where you kind of transcend the reality that you had been living in? You catch a glimpse of something new and that sets you off on the making, making the reality making the dream a reality. How do we, how do I figure out how I can have some agency in this? How do I figure out how this is something that I can expand into something that is maybe more uh, either like, oh, I've found this thing. I want to share this with other people so they can find this too. And then they can go out and share, you know, whatever that kind of Jupiterian multiplication, but also that Neptune having it be like, Hey, this just like, sometimes it's just about getting your, getting yourself in a space to let something appear because Neptune, you can't, you can't control Neptune either. So what are the things that we have to, um, this is another thing that I hadn't thought of necessarily as Neptune in this way, but I think it is, um, about like letting go energy, um, in a lot of ways, which again, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I don't think that I think like unseen, I think all of these, whatever, but I think that that is like just walking, taking the step through the mist, seeing that they're seeing that it is not solid and choosing to, you know, whatever that's a letting go of sorts. For sure is. I think that one thing we'll see with people who are less, um, maybe less interested in astrology, less, less conscious of spirit and world and all these kind of more woo things. I think we'll see, it'll be like, kind of like a full moon night. Like, I think people will be like going out to bars, getting drunk. I think there will be some level of, um, not like debauchery, but like the, whatever the opposite of sobriety is. Like, I yes. feel like people will be out and like, oh, I just, like work happy hour and it went late or even whatever it is it's like not necessarily like on drugs and partying but just like that letting go when you don't know when you're not in touch when you're not like looking for things you're like what's this energy like I just got to go out and like you know what I mean you know what yes. I'm saying that's yes. their like it's, letting go that societal like norm one we get right after this, I feel like we're getting, we've had, we have Venus in Pisces. Now she's no longer besieged. We're going to get Mars in Pisces a few days after, uh, 
this Jupiter Neptune conjunction, it does very much feel like we are looking to get caught up in something. We're looking to get swept up, swept away, whatever it is. And whatever it is that you're doing, whether that be the fun of the night that you're having. So you have more drinks than you normally do, whatever, whatever it is, we're, we're open to getting swept up in something. I think too, that like, you know, if you do use drugs recreationally or whatever, like it, it might be a more intensified experience, or you might like, you might be like, oh yeah, I'm going to take an edible and like go out to dinner. And then it might be one of those ones where you're like, oh, I'm not going to dinner. Like, there's no way I can't like, I like either in a good way or a bad way. So I do think like, if you are participating in that kind of behavior on this day or around this time, like make sure you're not only consenting, but like enthusiastic for whatever you're taking, be open, like, you know, have a lot of water handy. I don't know. Like I, it feels like one of those days where we might get emotionally swept up in more than we bargain for. Mm-hmm. I mean, I historically notoriously find, you know, people fear the squares, the opposition. I find conjunctions to be a lot at like, it's just so much in one space with these very, um, I don't know, these planets that I think we associate with. It can be good, all good, all good, man, but it also might be all that mystique and the mystery also sort of really put on display of the things that you maybe want more clarity on, right? Because yeah. I think these aren't really known for their clarity things. So your example of like those who might not be astro- astrologically attuned, going out of the bar it's like because we probably all really want like actual connection actual mm-hmm. things that make us feel understood and like we have community and uh i do have the sabian symbol yes. for this yes. degree we if you don't know we've talked about the sabian symbols before on the pod but there's like <laughs> i'm like there's these fucking uh Psychic. things Psychic, these psychics like, photo like i don't know flashes there's word yeah, pictures word downloads. picture association for each degree of each sign of the wheel. Um, when we do our Patreon, you can subscribe. If you're listening to this for free, come over and support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash what's your sign podcast, where we go over the new and full moons monthly. I have a discord. It's great over there, but we do talk about the Sabian symbols a lot and reflect on them for the moons. Cause I think it does add a lot of interesting context, especially when we're talking about the, especially the meeting of one, like this degree, what is this degree saying? And This one for Pisces is, and this is from James Burgess's website, is an inhabited island. We must choose how to interrelate with others and do so the need arise for an acceptable yet an authentic identity. And this little log line, and this, I'm just reading straight from this, is in every sense, our ego is a version of the truth of life. We cannot grasp reality at all without ego. We cannot interact. We cannot even centralize our own consciousness in a defined point of comprehension. So, um, I think ego death and those sorts of things can definitely be very Pisces, you know, feeling that kind of like, wow, I just keep being a human being. I keep existing. And um, also what we can do maybe when we are an inhibited island to me is very restarting life, right? Like kind of restarting civilization. Like if you did, if you were able to wipe everything away, what would you do? I was telling my therapist out of therapy, about my, this group chat I have with some close girlfriends where we just like straight up text each other, like the sabotage version of things we want to do. Like where it's like, I'm about to leave my husband. And we're all like 
go for it. But we all like, but it's also like, but if you stay, we get it. And then it's like, I needed to get that out. That fantasy of where you text the girlfriends that you've done this extreme thing and no one said, no, like, don't like, we're sorry. Like, we're like, what do you need space to vent to this? And it's like, he actually needed to like work through the fantasy of restarting my life. And that I could kind of realize I like my life. (laughs) Like I like these things. And, you know, we always, it's a very, we've figured out like language and wording around like, so do you need a response? Do you want me to say this? Do you need to just like vent and get out the fantasy of saying, I want to do this and that. And it's like, I want to do this. So I think there is power in like imagining what we want in kind of both senses of like uh, seeing out that picture of where we can go and knowing that restarting isn't always going to be the answer either, but there could be a magic in restarting as well. Anywho, thoughts Mm -hmm. on the saves? I like this other part of it here that is the, as we mature, we soften our insistence upon our version of the truth and open up to more. We open up more to the fact that others are free to exercise their right to see things differently to us. They inhabit their little island and we ours. Yeah. And that like idea of how do we, because I think that that is something that we are grappling with socially now in a place where everyone is allowed to express their opinions and we are able to see how much we disagree with each other so regularly and on such huge issues that didn't necessarily, wasn't necessarily the case. And that is not a better reality. It is a just simply a different reality. And how do we um, kindly acknowledge that we all have different experiences and different uh, opinions, different preferences and whatever in a way that also tends to like I don't that like compassionate disagreement, that ability to still exist together and be like, I do like this, that it's an island specifically because there is some level of like well, there's just, there's only one like patch of land for us to all be on. Okay. We can't, if we could all just like go be on our own islands, we would absolutely. But there aren't like a billion islands. There's a planet that we're living on. There are single cities and homes and rooms and whatever it is. So how do we, we have to interact with each other. It is unavoidable. How do we do it? How do we be how do we be true to our version of reality and reality and someone else's and not have that be like the doubling down on creating a completely distant or completely disassociated, you know, Neptune words here. How do we, instead of that, how do we integrate these things? How do we make uh, like, because that is a, a conjunction kind of property is like putting things together is literally having these things be they are like this is happening at the same time in the same place because there is a need for these things these ideas of unknown and growth to come together in a way that sustains us and that makes us grow and evolve and start a new way of thinking and being it can also mean you double down on all of these things where you go oh now i'm even now i'm convinced we don't have a single fucking thing in common with each other these people like you know what i mean you can go there if you want i just don't think it's going to be 
particularly fruitful or a, an enjoyable way to live life because sometimes you find your new fucking favorite pair of jeans and they happen to be made by someone awful and but you also found your new <laughs> pair of jeans like they were mm-hmm. i didn't buy the jeans I know, but i, know, I but did the, like them and i'm sure yeah. you all know what brand it is by now i probably should have just said it i think that um Gosh, gosh, bagage. I feel like we can. For someone who told us all to get up off our fucking asses and work, if you want, we're not going to give them any more free promotion. Sure, sure. It's, it's very probably easy to not the brand you're thinking is. of, actually, now that I'm hearing you say that. Um, anyway, yeah. I uh, I think that the island thing, it's interesting too, because I don't exactly know how to say this, but it, to me, it's like, island usually denotes like one thing on its own right like just the Mm -hmm. idea of like oh like that person standing over there like an island or you know it it usually means like one thing by itself is that the definition now I want to look up the definition but what I'm trying what I'm trying surrounded on all sides so I think by maybe not literally what you would see the definition but like spiritually yes surrounded by oh Isolate. It has to be, yeah, it can it, only be one thing because it's surrounded on all surrounded. sides. Yes, exactly. So I think that one of the things, I don't exactly know how to think it, so I don't know how to say it either, but it is that thing of like feeling all alone is the only thing that makes us all the same or whatever, mm-hmm. where it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you are one thing, but we're all one thing. So that makes us all like a big thing. And it, to me, it feels like, the biggest and the smallest happening at the same time. And this might just be like repeating mm-hmm. what you just said, Julia, but like, to me, it's that like Jupiter, the, like the archer, like Sagittarius Jupiter of like the, the little point so far away that you're aiming your arrow at that, like, you know, you're trying to shoot the distance as far as you possibly can but also the like that big Neptune thing of like, well, we're all on like a rock hurtling through space. And like, I don't even yeah. know how like I stand up and gravity holds me down, like that kind of thing. I feel like those two things, the only thing that they have in common is like, let go, right? If you're pointing, whether you're pointing the arrow or in the like, ah, I don't know where I am kind of space the only thing you can do is like, let it go and move on to the next step. So I do think that like with it being airy season and, you know, we're in between lunations too, like maybe there is something to like bring you back to grounding. What are you planting? What are you starting? Where are you like aiming that arrow at? Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Mm-hmm. Well, the, the moon's at zero degrees Virgo too this day and this moment. And I think that on that sort of knowing and sensing polarity that we talk about a lot with Virgo and Pisces, it's like, yeah, everyone's thinks they suck and that they're amazing. Like Mm -hmm. the, like it's never, it never ends or those things of perspective, of course, like most people don't post their L's, you know, but, and some people do some people that's their brand is just, you know, sad girl energy. Some people are all like, happiness and vacays or whatever, but we all feel highs and lows and what we, what we go, where we do this. What is this? The sun's doing something too in this chart. What is this? The sun's having a sextile to Saturn. Saturn. And we just had that Mars Saturn 
conjunction. Mm-hmm. Exact. So I, it also feels like we're having, we're having these like conjunction moments that are going like, Hey, reminder, these things are related. So when yeah. this thing happens, this thing happens, nothing's actually separate. So remember, but this is also making me think of Neptune specifically in this and kind of some of the like screens of our own the entertainment industry things that are happening where we're also Mm -hmm. like hey these people are people too and if you just are like talking shit about them all of the time it hurts their feelings and whatever and also you celebrity person we are you are like you can go to an island and completely isolate yourself in one thing you do get to say what things are because you have an extremely outsized influence in most people's lives. So remember, like you are different. You are like, whatever, like, don't, don't talk to people like they're like you because they're not fucking like you. So don't condescend. Don't be shitty in that way too. But this like us remembering how much influence to give each other. I think influence is a thing that feels very, like if you're looking to get swept up, if you're looking to get under the influence, you know, thinking of casting spells and moving these things where it's like, I think with that Saturn and that, you know, Mercury is 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 in Taurus at this point too. We've just gone through, it had that uh, Kazemi with the sun. It had, we had Chiron with it for that Aries new moon. It, I, it is a little bit more like, hey, we're moving on to the next thing. If we're still ha- like, we need to start learning something from these experiences. And so we don't keep getting swept up in this cycle over and over and over and over and over again, because there's always going to be something for us to get swept up in if we want. But if we want to like change stuff, make stuff happen, evolve, we got to be like, yeah, that of course it happened. There's a, there's a wave every fucking day on the ocean. Like that we don't, we don't write a news story about it. You know, I think too, there's like a little part of the Sabian symbol that mentioned of hidden talents and noticing like the things that you naturally, or maybe not naturally that you just, that you're good at and that you excel at. And I think giving yourself some of that credit or kind of, it feels like this does feel like a transit where you kind of wake up and go, I'm going to dye my hair or like, I don't, it does have like a very, like, I think I'm going to do that. Like, Oh, I, I, maybe I am ready for this, or I'm going to take this. Like, I think with, with Neptune being so much about like art and Jupiter learning, I think that there can be that investment in the things that you want to express and share with other people. And also just on the Island tip islands are typically haunted. It feels like maybe we'll, maybe some ghostly activity. Maybe we'll Mm -hmm. see. There's totally other glitches. I think with art too, I, my roommates from college still talk about this. They've, it was like a splatter painting that they found by the dumpster of our apartment and brought upstairs. And I was like, Oh, what are you going to do with that hideous painting? Like not joking at all, because it was literally just somebody's like splatter paint, which I know there's an art to this. I will say wasn't that. Yeah. Um, and they were like, oh, we're going to hang it up. And I'm like, it's so ugly. Like, I can't believe you want to put this up in our house. And you found it in the garbage. Wonderful. Go ahead. And we had it up forever. And but it's like I now have fond memories because we would always take pictures in front of it. And like, you know, just whatever. It's a thing. And one of them still always says that, like, 
she wished she had cut off a piece of it to keep. And I was like, it was so fucking ugly. I can't believe you like still want that. Like you're 30 whatever years old and you still fucking want that hideous splatter painted thing. But I think like if you are in an artistic zone or whatever and you're like, you can make something fucking awful. Just so you know, you can make something so terrible and throw it in the garbage and somebody might love it so much. Like there you it go. doesn't necessarily mean just because it's not like, just if you're, if you're feeling it, if you feel like the splatter paint coming on, go throw some paint at something. It doesn't mean you have to create art that's going to go in a museum that's going to da 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 or that you're going to hang on your wall or even that somebody ever would like it. But like, just do it. Why not? kill an hour like it's you'll enjoy yourself here's my question though too in this same tip who loved like what is having your art loved more than someone who like remembers your art has a connection to it it played a part in their life someone wanted a piece of it like it, even when it was d- d- done someone couldn't get enough or like all I would I, what I wouldn't give they, what I wouldn't give kept for- saying that they were gonna split it into three exact pieces and that we would each keep one forever and I was like you guys like it it's gonna cost more than it's worth like it was on like a thick wood and like it's gonna cost more than it's worth to cut it like this thing is trash literally somebody threw it away but anyway. it's like not I think that same thing of like getting swept up I think on both sides where it's like yes exactly what you said if you enjoy something make it because someone might love it as much as like that also could be said if you switch out splatter painting that we found by the dumpster and said like Elvis memorabilia yeah, it yeah. still is just as outrageous for someone to go oh we should like save this house we should save this piece of clothes forever (laughs) I want to like pay billions and millions of dollars because only this thing when it's like that's like just how people feel about things that they love so like do things in love do things with love can't like take things in from a place of like continuing to love and create things because what it all all this one did is like just keep you guys connected in a way and you have this thing mm-hmm. that you can share your like that center around these things and art is a net positive yes Love i'm gonna it. have to log i'm gonna have to log on facebook to see if i can find a photo of it for you yes oh yes please we need dumb phases we need to like dumb things we can appreciate the joy something that maybe it's not Again, our brand or whatever, it's cool. Who cares? It's a memory. It's sim- it's symbolic. Like even this idea of you cutting up in three, it feels very like Mama Mia. It's like, and then 20 years later, we put it all back together and our <laughs> forces reunite and we have this power. So I think, I don't know, I think it is just also a bit of enjoying where you're at. Like, you know, that piece that of art, if you want to call it, was a symbol of where you guys were almost all at with each other. That, you know, that time of when you want to, bring art in from the dumpster i don't like it it's just like its own time in itself yes it it, that in and of itself is saying like yeah we can't afford to buy this thing or like oh how lucky what a gift that someone was just throwing out this perfectly wonderful (laughs) painting that we need and we need a a painting we need a painting we have empty walls now this is my question what what uh what year would this have been Cause I'm thinking um, to the last Jep- Jupiter Neptune conjunction, we did mention this, that the conjunctions themselves happen about every 13 years. So they are not super rare. They are momentous though. I think no matter what, or like they are 
going to be just like anything where it's it's like, if if you have an outer planet transit like that, it doesn't happen. It something that still happens every 13 years is one where you'd go like, Whoa, 13 years. Like, so yeah, still an occasion, like you said, uh, but 2009. Yeah. So 2008, definitely in 2009 too. We had it for years, but I Uh, have, I'll send you a picture. It's actually not as bad as I remember. It is bad. I still think it's bad. I maintain, but one of you may like it and you can guess the roommate signs too. If you want, I'll, I'll send the picture. Yes. I love it. Oh my God. This black and white. This is you. Y'all look photoshopped. Oh my God. This is so funny. And you're right. It is just like, this is one where, but I'm going to tell you how I would respond to this. I would go like, it's it's a splatter. I mean, it's whatever. I would never. I, I wish never I had one say, all like, in color. Dude, this is so funny though. Yeah, it's <laughs> it is exact. It's bad, this right? Picture. I, yeah. Well, how big is it? It's huge. It's that's huge. why they liked yeah. it. No, I think. but also yeah. I'm like that's also why it's bad because it's huge and it's like not. I mean, yeah. Wow. Um, I'm also good. I was like the blue though is very, this feels like what it literally, oh, that's what I got to post this link. Um, what this conjunction literally looks like. I found, um, an article by, I believe Melanie Reinhardt. It was on astrology university. Um, and she made this like mandala of, the orbits of all of the planets like on this conjunction and it's this like beautiful oh 13 point star thing uh yes okay and this is i was correct it is by melanie reinhardt and it says this is made with a program called acs astrological mandalas and it shows the orbital relationship between jupiter and neptune as viewed from the sun um and it makes this like 13 point star so cool, but wait, drop many. the drop yeah, the I like, link. I want to see here, here, here. Throw here. that link. Putting it, putting it here in we the chat. Go to Joe Rogan style. I know where people can watch and click on the links with us, or whatever. Not click on the links, it. but you know we show <gasps> it. Oh my god, is that a thing you can do? Click on the links with someone? Because no, be you can't click cool with them. Cool as hell. It just shows up on there. Like whoa. This is cool. Oh, wow. So thinking about that being like the image of this conjunction where you just are like, ah, like that kind of like, you know, Whoa. all those connections, all those points making out, thinking about like the star you drew as a child, that's like the little five point star. And then finding out that there are like 13 point stars that you could do like that kind of like, whoa. I think this too, the, the, uh, majority of the visibility through the veil, so to speak of this mandala being like on the outside in that kind of storm sense of like the eye of the storm is like the, you know, deepest and most, uh, most harrowing or whatever. It's like when you're right in the middle of that panic attack is the, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? I think that that's like a very interesting representation. Well, and it also is the view from the sun, which just made me think of like, who's the highest, who's watching the watchman. No, um, who's, (laughs) who's like above looking at all of this from the sun's perspective, from our perspective, this is completely unknown and a mess. And it's the, you know, 
we don't know what 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 is anything anymore now that I've found out this like conspiracy theory thing. But from the sun's perspective, above all of this, it's a beautiful star with perfect with everything aligning perfectly and all of this. This is like that Joe Walsh says this in the Eagles documentary. He goes like at at the beginning of life, it looks like a bunch of squiggly things. And then you pull back to see it's a finely crafted novel. (laughs) I'm going to put a note to find that Joe Walsh clip. Also, I mean, I know you said it's 13 points, but it's the 13 year. Yes. Transit of the conjunction. Yes. All the all the like sacred geometry is real. Numerology is so real. All this shit. I was talking with my friends about like signs in general. We were talking about angel numbers. You know, we love angel numbers over here. And, you know, the haters who are like, well, you're if you're looking for it, you see it. It's like, no, bitch. It's, so you're not looking for signs ever or opening yourself like get out of here. It's sign time. Shall we intro a new segment? On yes. This is a, it's, you know, we're mixing up a little bit here. We got a new segment in town. It's called Who's Your Astro All-Star of the Week? Cue the music. Hey now, Astro All-Star, who is your sign of the week? Or who astrologically really sucked to spill the beans? Because all the signs can be cute. And all the signs can suck too. And we're going to be chatting about who was maybe our sign of the week, who maybe this was a person that we really connected with. Maybe this was like a standout friend. Maybe this was a cashier that we don't know their sign, but we're going to guess anyways, who was our top. Also, if you have no one, we can totally drag and roast our flops. Or if you have both, it's a working, it's a work in progress over here. Who's our Astro Bops, our Astro Flops of the week, safe space to praise and uh, talk shit on whatever signs <laughs> we either were obsessed with or just we um, were totally annoyed with this week. Hell yeah. You go first. Well, mine's a trick answer because it's yes. cancer for both. Uh, I've like had really wonderful experiences with cancers this week for both of the sort of stereotypical reasons why they're loved and dragged. I've like just sit down conversations. Awesome. Just like really being like immersed with some cancer friends or cancer, very cancer prominent friends. And then just seeing the petty passive aggressive, uh, just the, you know, like the, the, the crab is, has those pinchers and it is when cornered it, Cancer just talks so much shit and cannot back it up when it is time for the rebuttal time. Like, I'm sorry, I'm cancer rising Mars. I can say this. It's they can just they can dish it and not take it back. And I was talking to my sister-in-law about my my love and hate relationship with cancers this week. And she was like, I'm sorry, I don't know much about astrology. I just know a lot of the real housewives are cancers. And I was like, that's all you need. That (laughs) is actually (laughs) all you need to know because they love their family. They love the things they love. They think they don't start shit. And they do. So cancers, I felt very seen by you. I felt like I did want to throw you in the broiler, <laughs> deep boil, cook you up. I cancers were really hard for me. I, I don't know if it's a water seat, the all the water in the air right now, too. That's just making them too much of themselves. Well, it's cardinal. Was it too. the same cancer is my question. 
This is like, no. And also disclosure, I'm surrounded by water signs in general. So it's only a matter of time that I get mad or love all of them. So Pisces and Scorpio, you probably will be next in this coming segment, but no, I mean, this is like five different cancers that I'm speaking of. This is, which is just too many cancers as well. So no multiple cancers subscribe to our Patreon. If you want to hear the names, uh, it's not happening over on the, on the, it's not happening on Maine, but find a paywall. Sure. Why not? Um, this makes me think of it being because it's airy season right now. That too. And so they are likely to be being squared. And I think that cancer forgets often in these things, because I think it is this, they don't think that they start things, but they do because they're cardinal. And so whether yep. they intend to or not, they still are starting inaction is still a way to start something. It still is like making a decision. You know what I mean? So I think that is just like a good reminder because one of my assign an, an an energy. I won't say a sign because it's it's that, but there is an aspect of Libra that I have been would be my flop of the week sign. <laughs> Going straight to flop, baby. Going straight to my flop. Um, and I'm ready to get my ass handed to me as a Libra rising. Also, that's where I'm like, I know that this is this is probably sticking in in my craw, so to speak, because I need to do some self-reflecting. I need to be, uh, you know, thinking, thinking of how to engage with this. And I'm think I know that this full moon too is probably going to be when some of that happens for me. Um, and I just, it's the same thing of like, sometimes speaking for other people is just asserting your will in a way that you are telling people is for other people, but is just what you want to do because it's easier. And you're telling uh, people that it's uh. for their benefit. You're telling people that you're thinking of them and that's why you're doing this, but you're really just making choices for people that you have no business making choices for. Uh <laughs> Damn this. Are you reading my cancers right now? Cause maybe it's just, maybe it's just this cardinal. It's also both our right. We, we went yeah. to our risings. Maybe it's this cardinal thing. Maybe it is that Aries pressure or opposition for your, for this Libra. My Aries stuff gets lit up. I have a cat moon too. So this is like all, you know, just like square for me. Um, mm -hmm. But my bop of the week, Leo, I, Ooh. I, I don't know if this happens and maybe it's funny because you always talk about saying, I like one a nice Leo when you met Pablo. I don't know if you can call in other fire signs the way you can call in Leo, because I did intentionally say like, you know what? I need to spend some time. I need to spend some time with my fire friends. I'm not, I feel like I have not been around fire in a way that's felt both like and I think if you're a person that hasn't been around fire and you're calling it in the one that you are most like, maybe it's this, the one you're most, most likely to call in is Leo because you yeah. want, yeah. I'm like, you want like contained consistent fire and Leo has been that. And I, um, I've been very grateful for, for that Leo consistent fire. Oh, that's nice. Well, and also if they want to, if Leo wants to do something or spend time with you, they are not fucking around. Mm -hmm. They are. That's a huge decision for the sun to make of where it's going to expend their energy. So mm -hmm. that means they like 
I don't know, like, yeah, the love of a Leo. You know, I'm, yeah, I get, get experience it daily. And also I'll throw Leo in there too, because I've been drowning in these waters and been getting nothing but words of affirmation. Like, I mean, like when they are coach, cheerleader, like mom zone in a way, and this I'm talking about my lover was sorry. Uh, it's, it is just so special. It's like you said, Lisa, the sun. And that makes me think of like the sun is with you all day, like the whole thing and something about that, like sustained um, Dude, bearing when you witness. need energy. When you need that, you need the sun. That's yeah. what it's like physiological yeah. too. like go outside for real. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yes, I don't know. Yeah. Am I too woo by telling you to go outside? No. Well, it it's true me though. Too- like it, it does sound yeah. corny and like hippie ish, but it's like, yeah, go fucking enjoy the sun for a little bit. Well, and it is that like getting your own heat up or whatever is like, you need heat. You need an outside system. Like if you aren't feeling, if you aren't feeling on fire yourself, then go to like the most on fire thing. On also possible. like, you know, when you're sick and you just like stay inside And then the one day you finally feel good enough to like go grab something from your car or whatever thing you have to do outside. Maybe you have to go to the store or something. And for that time that you're outside, whether you're like walking your car or whatever you're doing, walking a dog, like usually you're like sinuses kind of clear up, even if it's not for the whole day, just for like a couple minutes or I don't know. It just it does feel like sometimes it's uh, medicinal to be outside. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, especially here where the uh, air is so good for you. I know. Where it's like- <laughs> um, I'll do mine. I have yeah. um, obviously the, um, well, not obviously, actually count- counter to my norm, the appreciated one, my bop was really easy this week um, because I got so sick. I We had planned one day because I have three jobs and because Scott works all the time and we work opposite schedules, we had planned one day to meet all of our wedding vendors, every single one of them, like hour by hour in a row. And I got sick, very sick. Um, I had some sort of stomach virus. I know it was a virus because Scott had it before me. Uh, I thought I was safe. We were like three and a half days from when Scott had it. And I woke up at 2.30 in the morning and I was like, I can't believe this is happening. I don't know what to do. Literally, I've never met any of these people before and they've already like agreed to do my wedding. This is the only time I have to meet with them. I, I literally don't know what I'm going to do. My mom's in town. She's already had the stomach thing. Scott's already had the stomach thing. Scott's mom was supposed to go with us too. Um, but yeah, Scott and my mom went without me. Um, I, I appreciate both of them, but I will say, I feel like for Scott, that's like a huge ask. I mean, I know how it would feel if I had to go with his dad or, you know what I mean? Just that, like, it's solo, it's your wedding and like Mm -hmm. a parent and like my mom's great. She obviously like made it easy. And I luckily was able because of COVID figured out how how to like do it, zoom in. So I actually got to like meet the people somewhat and, um, you know, at least have my say and stuff. Um, but yeah, for real, like pulled through in a way that like, I can't, I can't really ever imagine asking anyone else. (laughs) Like, I don't know who else you could ask except for like your mom and, and future husband. So I'm going to go with Aries for my bop and it's your guys time anyway. So enjoy it. Um, 
Have you floor. done the chart for your illness oh at 2.30 a.m.? on, <laughs> I don't know. No, I haven't. I don't know. Curious what that looks like. since we've gotten the visceral representations <laughs> yeah. of our, of our proudest moments. I'll pull it up moments. while I talk about my flop, I guess. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but also be careful because there's something going around and literally I, I know a lot of people who have had it. So, you know, even if you're like not so worried about COVID anymore, still the um, the other kinds of bugs are still no fun. Remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, my flop, my flop. I had this person, um, you know, tell me that they they're really busy and they could use some help um, making some arrangements to come to my wedding, and then. So they're like, you know, can I call you and talk to you about this? And I'm like, sure, you know, I'm busy too. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, who is this? Who is a, this needy queen? Not in a mean way, but like, okay. And um, really, like, didn't have much to talk about on on the call. <laughs> so yeah. uh, that was my flop for the week. I was like, oh, so this is something that could have been handled in like two tags. But so nice to hear from you. Glad we're both super busy. <laughs> and that was a Pisces. Um, so. I mean, I, as soon as I said, who is this needy queen? It's like two on two on the nose. Maybe two on the nose. Two on the nose. Because I was um, just like, maybe I was like, is this going to surprise me? Is this going to be like a very Capricorn that like wants to just know? Like, but of course not. No, no I had to look Pisces up the energy. birthday and I was like, wow, okay, Pisces is track. <laughs> You're like, who just called me for something that, uh, I mean, just things that can be easily Googled, searched, or and, like, I, or it's not my, no. I think it's, I not think the it's really asked. hard for Pisces not to know something mm-hmm. because they, um, you know, they're kind of the all knowing sign, even if, obviously, it doesn't mean they know whatever everything but like they feel like they've been there before or whatever so i think mm-hmm. it is hard specifically for that sign to not know something and definitely a party or something it's like it's out of here there's no there's no guesswork to be done um <laughs> the chart of my illness <laughs> oh i guess i'll share should i share screen yeah mm-hmm. throw okay. her up no How pun intended to? i think i have <laughs> to get permission up, but... maybe Oh yeah, I'll um we're doing tech. We are doing tech. Let's also, see. Also ignore how many tabs I have open, okay? Sure. You are host now. Great. Um just this one. All right. Can't wait. Can we see it? Mm-hmm. Okay. This so is... well. Oh wait, I can't see the bottom. Oh, oh there we go. Okay. I, I mean oh, first like... thing. First thing that Pluto in the first house and then 29 degree moon. Yeah. Oof. Wow. Yeah. Like sprung up of like. I'm awake. Yeah. I'm a lot. Ill. I've now a, taken a lot in the third house, which does track. I was not at home. Um, so that another mm. like close trip thing. Um, for sure. This was like in the hour when I was crying, like, are you sure you could go without me? Oh, like, no. You know, just that like, I'm like, I'm fine with it if you're fine with it. Like just that, you know, <laughs> yeah. really wow. like intense uh, cancer on the descendant. 
Capricorn rising yeah. too. This was definitely in the hour where I was like, maybe in a half hour, this is just my period. You know, I can it's power like, through. There's no way you're throwing up on your period, girl. Like, <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice try. Like, nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's so funny. Well, yeah. I mean, it's all it's that concentrated too of like that first, second, third with the splash of fourth too is very. It's the whole unit of self of this and the like the wedding money spending time like it's an invest all the investment sort of things too where it's like i can't miss this gig you know Mm -hmm. like i can't miss this thing and it's like oh no i'm just gonna have to uranus taurus and the fourth let others take this i can't do it you're gonna have to go do this for me i love that it's the north node is there too in the fourth and you kind of talking about like oh well that's like a nice way for your people to show up for you in that way and to feel like you are making good choices in in the partner that you're choosing to spend your life yeah, with. Yeah, husband and, material. Yeah. And, and like to feel like a family. I feel yes. like, you know, before that, mm-hmm. I don't think necessarily him and my mom were like, obviously like you don't want something like this to make your family closer with your partner. Like you don't, you don't want to ever have to deal with this, but like it is one of those things where I'm like, oh no, like they're family too now. And yes, that is yeah. like a part of getting married is not just me and him. Like, yeah. So, you know, that that's interesting. And like, obviously, you know, just my mom too, just doing it at the fourth house, obviously like mm-hmm. couldn't have done it without her either. Not to like, not to like shine a light on it, him and not her. Cause she definitely was a godsend as well. I mean, this whole sun conjunct Chiron time, all it's just a lot of wounds, a, a lot of pain, accidents, things that you don't expect. I feel like it's that very Aries, like, how could this ha-? like it just is pure baby, you know, like it's just like it, it can be really you at your rawest, weakest moment. Mm-hmm. And then who's taking care of you? Like, you know, and then who's like now I'm even thinking for my you know, tumble falls like, oh, my God, I had friends like people picked me up and like and it's brushed my ego and shins and we're like, girl, you're crazy. Like, you know, like it was just like a judgment free sort of zone where, yeah, you, that's the state you're in. So one, it is oh, that well. like leads to transformation of going like, oh, that's OK to be clumsy in front of them or sick or whatever. Like, yeah. I'm not you're not alone. All of that. Like, yeah, I think you are not too, like you know, speaking of Jupiter and the kind of multi-side of it, like talking about that overwhelm and the blessing and all that, um, which I think we kind of started the episode with, like, I definitely felt that in this where, like, um, I feel lucky too, that like, because some people have that happen on their wedding day. And that's Mm -hmm. not to say that I won't, it's Mm -hmm. not to say that there's going to be no other disaster. And that was the one big thing, but it is, to me like okay well we got that out of the way so like if we can get through that the rest of us is going to be no problem like it just i don't know it, it's kind of that reset mind reset or like a paradigm shift where you're like oh i maybe getting sick was a good thing <laughs> not, yeah. not like in that way well, but you know it taught me something yes it's mm-hmm. a way to go i'm you know thankful this is what this i was able to not disassociate from this experience i was able to be present and say well we have we're gonna have to come up with something and grateful that the people in your life also were like 
yeah, we're going to do it because there is a reality. Not, I don't think Scott would have done this, but there is a reality where you could have picked someone to do this with you that would have gone like, well, no, if you're not going, I don't want to pick all the things or would have at least been like rude to you about it and not had you go like, well, no, I'm not going to zoom you in. I'm not like, I'll just go, I'll do it. You know what I mean? It could have been a thing had you not like chosen to see it as an opportunity like that, even if it didn't feel that way. I also have a wonderful wedding coordinator who is like truly, truly amazing. And I really, I don't think we probably wouldn't be able to get married without her. So um, once I find out her sign, I will, I'm sure, uh, revisit this segment with her as the main person too. Yes. Yes. And look, there's beauty and power of honoring the signs that lit us up and the ones that we just wanted to physically remove from our lives. So that's, those are the Astro all-stars and, and duds. <laughs> and again, like everyone's going to be a dud some week. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure I've been a dud to someone and I've been the reason Sagittarius was their flop and a bop. I oh, hope. yeah. Play along at home. It's fine. You can fill this in with whoever the hell you're fighting with. In tag Astro. <laughs> I was like, tag it. Put it in your stories. Tag. Yes. Hashtag your bop? Astro Bop. Hashtag Astro Flop of the yeah. week. And tag or tag your friends in a thing. Well, I don't know. We can share on Instagram or something. It sounds yes. Fun. But this is meant to be a space for, you know, connecting and being honest about when we're frustrated with things, I think, because it helps us be again, uh, what we said from the beginning, kinder to ourselves and each other, able to get along with each other better when we know that these are things, you know, acknowledging acknowledging the wonderful and sometimes frustrating aspects of all signs because it allows people to embrace who they are and what they are more fully knowing that we all fuck up and have you know we're all flops and bops daily i'm daily bopping and flopping. and who what's a flop to one might be a bop to another there so you go. just be just, just be, be yourself. that ugly spatter splatter yeah. painting that you wish to see in the world yes yes please yes well i i'm excited to see what's going to happen with this conjunction i i mm -hmm. think there will probably be some things like we said that are really like obvious ones but other ones will be a little bit more um you know, fun to look back on or, or, you know, ride, we won't know until we kind of get some of those waves going. Another thing too, that Stephen Forrest brought up is that, you know, this is like the end of Jupiter in Pisces. It's going to move into Aries, uh, in May. And so it's like, not it, this does feel like a, a kind of a fleeting moment too. So I think just with any transit, don't be just like, feel it out. Don't be too scared. It's not, you, maybe you get the flu and then you'll be glad. <laughs> Sorry, I like using these as examples. All it's of okay. these, you'll be glad even if you get the flu. There's ways to be glad that you got the flu. So well, you're that's you're alive. We're doing this thing, and it's all love. Sometimes love means you got to throw up. That's what gratitude is too. Is not just being like fuck. I have the flu and I need to get better. And like you can do all the right things and be good, but like. Gratitude is remembering that some people don't have medication where they are. Some people don't aren't, don't have access to vaccines. Some people aren't able to get clean drinking water from their 
kitchen that easily, you know? So when we have the flu and of course, take care of yourself and do all the things that you have to do. But like, remember that, you know, there are blessings within even because that's how we train ourselves. You know, you train yourself, you train yourself lifting weight so you can get stronger. Not so that later on you can be like, have a cop out or whatever. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Train yourself to do gratitude. Yes. Well, we're grateful for you for listening and, uh, We hope you tune back in next week. We'll see you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to What's Your Sign. Please rate us five stars and subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you use. If you like what you heard, please support us on Patreon. You can also find us online on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast or on Twitter at What's YR Sign underscore pod. You can also like our fan page on Facebook and join our friendship group. Questions, comments, concerns, or to book a commission chart reading, you can email us at whatsyoursignpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye. What's your sign, baby? What's your